0: episode 28. Today we're going to be talking about the divine design. And so I'm going to really be talking about that we are made in the image and the likeness of some kind of creation, source, energy, the universe, God, whatever... Whatever name you give to it, I invite you to be open-minded, to just listen from a place of nothing. You can take it for what it is. You can take what you like. You can leave behind the things you don't like, but maybe just listen with with an ear of curiosity. So today, episode 28, The Divine Design. Welcome to the Blueprint of Living an Extraordinary Life podcast. My name is Theo Tilton. I'm a licensed New Thought practitioner, public speaker, certified life mastery consultant, and development life coach. Each week, I'm on a mission to provide concrete practices in the art of being and doing and getting that physical, reliable result with a system of support leaving you moved, inspired, and empowered on your way to living an extraordinary life. Thank you for spending time with me today. Now let's head over to the blueprint of living an extraordinary life. So what is this thing to divine design? Well, I'm going to be referring today to... A book that was written by Ernest Holmes, and the book is "The Science of the Mind." It was published somewhere between 1912 and 1920, somewhere around there. Um, Ernest Holmes was born in the late 1800s, um, and then he, he was an author of several books, and also he was a student uh, of New Thought. He was a uh, student, I believe, uh, of Emma Curtis Hopkins, or Mary Baker Eddy, or or one of these women. Um, And you could say, uh, you know, that they taught teachers, they were the teacher of teachers, and from them, many new thought movements uh, came out of those teachings. You have Christian science, you have religious science, you have unity, Unitarians, Unitarian Universalists, um, many, many uh, new thought uh, ideas and spiritual, new new spiritual possibilities began to flourish out of this. And inside of Ernest Holmes' work, uh, he, inside of this uh, Science of the Mind book, he shares a a concept, he elaborates on the triune nature uh, of God. Now he uses the word God but you, whenever you hear the word God, you can replace it with whatever you like because according to uh, what Ernest Holmes says is that it, the thing itself, the thing, it doesn't care what you really call it. You could call it a toaster oven. you could call it pancakes. It doesn't care what you call it. you can call it God, universal energy, Mother nature. But it's really just pointing to one thing and, and if if your belief is that there is a, a creation, that there is a source, that there is a source energy, there is some type of almighty life, then tune in. If you don't believe in that, if you are of the belief, if you have no belief and you are in the atheistic uh, type of realm, then that's okay too, because we believe what we believe. and, And what Ernest Holmes says is that according to the teachings of one of the greatest teachers that ever existed, if you believe that he did exist, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus the Christ, the Christ within, that he taught, that you are what you believe it is done unto you as you believe speak it and as if it's already done and it shall be done and so it is using these concepts of, of belief knowing that we are simply a culmination of all of our beliefs and so I believe that even, even if a person is listening right now and they happen to be an atheist or they have no faith in one one type of source or a God or anything like that, there are still belief systems that they do have. And life happens. Life occurs inside of those belief systems. And uh, you may think that uh, there's a, a chaotic non-pattern to the universe And the assertion here that I am going to make is that there is a pattern. There is a design. And inside of the idea of looking at, we are made in the image and the likeness of source itself, the one. Whether it's God, whether it's Krishna, whether it's Buddha, whether whether it's uh, Mohammed, whatever belief system you have, Brahma, okay? We are made in the image and likeness of whatever you believe. Whatever you believe is your source. And Ernest Holmes says that there is a triune nature to this. Now, Christianity says uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And Ernest Holmes refers to this triune nature as principle or source or spirit. Then there's a law, there is a, a medium, uh, there is some type of soil, there is a a middle layer uh, attribute that is of source. And then there is the final attribute, which is the body or the manifested universe, the physical. The first two, which is the spiritual realm or source, and then the fertile realm, which is the law, these two things are the unseen universe. There, That is this, the realm of not seeing, not physical. And the body, or the manifest universe, is the, everything that we can see and experience, the conditions of life itself, the planet, the earth, the, uh, the, the sky, the air, uh, the sciences that, you know, the chemicals and the compounds and all the objects and surfaces, animate or inanimate. This is the physical realm. And today I'm going to be talking about all of these. So let's start with the body, or let's start with the manifested universe. Inside of this manifested universe, we have science. Inside of humanity, we have something called science. And science is the study of things which we, we can uh, uh, postulate and hypothesize and then uh, do an experiment and then measure results to prove a hypothesis. And we have the physical sciences, we have the mental sciences, all right, and and we have a, a, esoteric uh, realm, which is dealing with the invisible. And on top of all of that, we have a way to review that information. We have the we have the internet available. We have books. We have libraries. We have tons and tons of knowledge. And so the realm of knowledge or the physical realm of knowledge is available for all of us to see and experience and read and and embody and inhabit. And so all of that occurs in the physical world. Okay. But concept, idea, consciousness, subconsciousness, these exist in the invisible realm, spirit, soul. And so Ernest Holmes says source is the space of declaring. It is the space of love. It is the space of the masculine energy. It is the space of the imprint energy. It is the the source of creation. The middle layer is the soul layer, or the law layer, or the, the soil layer. And this layer is completely non-judgmental. It is not biased. It doesn't cast opinions. This layer simply says yes to anything that occurs inside of the spiritual realm, inside of the the, the creation realm. And so, if we think about to to, to create an analogy or a metaphor here, um, it's like a seed, a seed or. Um, some type of thing that bears some type of plant or tree. So if you take an acorn and inside of an acorn is an oak tree, the tree that produces, that gets produced in the ground, a tree grows as an oak tree. That tree started with an acorn that the, the genetic material, the design that was required for that enormous tree, which by the way, produces, hundreds of thousands or possibly millions of acorns during its lifetime, all of that came from one acorn. All of that design came from the fact that that acorn planted itself in soil, in the earth. And the acorn is a concept or an idea it is a it is a thought pattern. It is consciousness. The entire design of that oak tree has already been imprinted inside of the idea of what an oak tree is. And so it replicates itself. And so it produces more and more acorns, and those millions of acorns can produce millions and millions of more oak trees which produce millions and millions of more acorns you could say that one acorn has the ability to create an infinite number of oak trees simply by having one acorn now think about that now how does this relate to us in humanity and and our our own laws in the universe. What design? If we are made in the image and the likeness of the creator or of the source or of God or of Buddha or of Jesus or whatever, if we are made in the image and the likeness, that means that the powers, this triune nature is, is also within us. That there is a source realm there is a law realm and then there is a manifested or a body realm now we are already you could say we're alive if you're listening to this broadcast right now you are alive you have ears you're listening you have a body and that body can come in many shapes and sizes and genders but that body was started thought by a seed That that programming that you are was a combination of DNA strands that came together when when you were conceived and then you were birthed out into the world. But there's also an invisible nature to us. That's just the physical. The invisible side of us is our consciousness and our subjective or subconsciousness. This is the realm of the invisible. Consciousness is where our thoughts and our speaking and our language exists. This is the realm of creation. This is where we get to create and generate our life. The second realm is the law, which is the subjective or the subconscious mind. This is where all of our patterns this is where all of our beliefs and paradigms exist. The law at the universal level, the triune nature of spirit itself, the law simply just says yes. So when we are conceived by our DNA and we are birthed out into the world, somewhere through our upbringing, our infancy, we begin to develop our mind. Our mind gets mold and shaped. And the living and loving law that just says yes, that's out in the universe, begins to form itself into our consciousness and subjective consciousness. And because it does as we command, we start making decisions and it will start creating pathways in this thing called the human brain. And the brain becomes the circuitry or the computer that holds this consciousness. But I also assert that our brain is not, our consciousness is not inside of our brain, but our brain is created as a result inside of our consciousness. You see, our consciousness and our subjective consciousness is just something that's outside of us. And it created this thing called the brain to process all of this information to manifest it out into the physical world. And so the subjective mind is imprinted with beliefs, patterns, habitual ways of being, paradigms. If you experience something when you were very, very young and something occurred out in the world and you had the experience of something is wrong here, then you started to set up a code of morality, right and wrong. You may have been even told what was right and wrong. You were probably told, don't touch the oven, it's hot. Now, you may not have understood what that meant, but then one day you touched the oven and it was, it hurt. Oh, that's what hot means. And instantaneously, your subjective mind creates those neurological pathways of belief knowing that hot equals pain. Don't touch the oven. There are other things that also happen. You may experience doing something wrong and all of a sudden you have the experience of, I don't get it. I don't, I didn't do that right. I don't want to do that again. I was wrong. Maybe you experience I'm not good enough. Why didn't I know that? Why wasn't I smart enough? Why wasn't I intelligent enough? How did I not know that? And so neurological pathways get built around the paradigm of belief of I'm not good enough. And so this law, which when it started inside of your subjective mind for your personal version or your personal embodiment of this second nature, that is spirit, which is our own embodiment of it because you're made in the image and the likeness of it. And the universe just said yes to whatever it is that you chose to design due to the conditions of the world. An imprint gets cast into the subjective mind of I'm not good enough. And so your entire world begins to unfold from a place of I'm not good enough. Or maybe it's I'm not smart enough. Or maybe it's not I'm not healthy. Or maybe it's I'm not strong enough. Or maybe whatever it is. Or it could be the opposite. I am strong enough. I can do anything. If you had parents that taught you that you could do anything that your heart's desire, that you could create anything that you want. You can thrive and live and, and, and do whatever it is that you want to do. You can succeed at anything. Then you may have different paradigms that are set up in your subjective mind. And so all of your thought patterns and speaking will begin to show up inside of that neurological patterning. And so the very words that you choose are actually being dictated by the realm of the law or the subjective mind. You see, this is actually an infinite loop that gets created in the human experience where we continue to perpetuate the paradigms and the laws that we have set up for ourselves. So what am I really saying here? What I'm saying is you made it all up. Everything that is inside of your experience, there is a meaning that has been assigned to it. There is a neurological pathway that was created to make sure that it continues to happen easily and effortlessly. So when you experience life and conditions in the world happen around you, it gets filtered through this neurological pathway and mechanism And all of your words and your speaking and everything you generate and everything you try to fix or survive, anything that you try to create or think you can do or can't do, is all being controlled, all being manipulated, all being neurologically hardwired for the result that you currently have. But knowing this, knowing this may be not even good enough to fix it, or to create something new. But I'm going to share with you today that you can shift this. You can transform this. Transformation, personal development, deals with these two realms. If you do not like the results you are are having in, in the physical world, and you know that there is a divine design to who you are and how you show up, you have the ability to transform those first two realms you can say anything you want to say and you might have even heard people say things like well you know you know you can call a cow a pig but in the end the cow is still a cow it's not a pig right you can say i'm a millionaire i'm a millionaire i'm a millionaire But if you are struggling paycheck to paycheck, there's no evidence. But what what am I pointing to here? We can actually say something. We can say anything we want. But the subjective mind is what's actually causing it. That fertile soil, that law, that personal law that we set up when we were so young. that That is the thing that actually causes the manifestation to occur. So how do we reprogram? How do we rewire? How do we use this new science that we hear about called neuroplasticity? How do we hardwire the brain in a new way? One of the ways is to create brand new habits and patterns. If we can take action in the physical body and we use our language, to affirm ourselves, we can begin to rewire the paradigms, rewire the beliefs. If you are out of shape, overweight, and you have health problems, and you begin to take physical action, you start moving the body. I'm gonna walk every single day for a mile, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to join a gym and get a personal trainer. I'm going to start eating well. And then you start doing the actions, but then at the same time, you start speaking into it. You start saying who you are. I am healthy. I am strong. I am flexible. I am agile. I am in the best shape of my life. Right here, right now, my body is restoring and rejuvenating itself to a brand new way of being. My my brain is rewiring itself for health. My brain is rewiring itself for, for new patterns of healthy living. I am healthy, I am whole, and I'm complete. And if you're doing that kind of speaking and you are taking actions, it won't take much time. 30, 60, 90 days. Just keep doing the affirmations, keep doing the speaking, and also take the actions. You're working from both sides of this triune nature of yourself. You're working in the conscious, which is through your language, and you're working on the physical, which is through your actions in the body. And in the merge, in between the two, is the fertile soil of your law. This is where your subjective mind is and you will start to reprogram and neurologically rewire your mind and when you rewire your mind you create brand new paradigms of belief and when you create brand new paradigms of belief you can accomplish anything you desire so i'm going to leave it here today it was a little bit of a long one 22 minutes so I hope you got something from today. If if there's anything that you were confused by or you'd like more information, reach out. Give me a call. Talk to me. Email me. Send me a text. Whatever it is that you'd like. I'm here for you. I'm here to be of service to you. This is Theo Tilton. Say have a great day. Bye. And bye-bye. Thank you for joining me and listening to today's episode. I trust that there is something that you experienced on today's podcast that has left you touched, moved, and inspired. I would love to connect with you. If you're an anchor member, you can leave me a message and leave any kind of question that I can answer on future podcasts. If you'd like to hear more about Life Mastery, Dream Builder, or other personal development programs that I coach with my clients, You can email me directly at Theo at TheoTilton.com. And you can find me on all social media channels, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. My handle is Theo Tilton. Also, you can find me on Facebook at Theo Tilton Coaching. Thank you.